Hello, and you are listening to Tech and Tonic podcast, episode five of season two. Uh, I know we've been missing for the past few weeks. We've been busy retracing our steps, and we had a lot going on, so so we couldn't come back to the podcast. But we are back now, and we'll try to do this every week again. And you're joining me again, uh, Darwin and Jeevan. Uh, again, we don't really have a guest because, again, we're still under pandemic and we're still working from home. So arranging a guest is a little difficult uh, on our part at this time. But anyway, we are back here to bring you the latest discussion and sort of the latest news. And in the past week, there has been quite a lot of things happening in the past week. We've had uh, some announcement from Huawei. I think they're going to launch the lower power or, you know, the, the, the less powerful version of their Kirin 9000 series processor. I think this one's for the mid-range, I think. But not much information on that yet. So we're just going to wait. AMD launched their Epic 7003 series server uh, processors, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's considered at this point the most powerful CPU you can find on the planet for now. Lah. Okay. For now. For now. Uh, usually they use this as a, the Threadripper base and stuff like that, but no Thread Ripper has been announced yet, so we have to just wait and see. What else? What else? What else? Ah, Vivo and Oppo. Well, no, not Vivo and Oppo. Oppo launched their phone last week, right? Their Find X3 Pro, but they only launched their Find X3 Pro. They didn't launch anything yeah. else. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> So we're just waiting it, around. Um, it's supposed to launch in Malaysia also at the end of this week, I think. Yeah, no, I think mid this week. Sometime in the middle. Yeah. 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 So for now, there's only the Find X3 Pro. Uh, there's no announcement on what else they're going to launch in Malaysia, but we're definitely going to get the Pro version. Uh, Vivo is launching their product tonight. Their Vivo V... No, not V. The X60. X60. Yep. Yes. And this is technically their latest flagship. Technically-ish. Yeah. So, the X series is considered their flagship at this point. Yeah. But it's not coming with a Qualcomm Snapdragon 888 at this point. Nope. Just yet. That's as far as we know. Okay, and they'll probably update it later or they'll probably introduce something else later with the Snapdragon 888, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then OnePlus is going to launch their 9 series soon, right? And yeah. that's going to be powered by the Snapdragon 888. And we know that it's largely similar to the Find X3 Pro, except at the back of the camera, you're going to find the name Hasselblad there, which is... Interesting. Interesting, yes. I, I couldn't find the word. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I just don't know what how, how it's going to look like or what it's going to do. <laughs> yeah, and we also have the X60 that is coming together with the Zeiss branding. Oh, yeah. So everyone's branding with everyone these days. Yeah. And then last week, we just read that, oh, OnePlus didn't want to put their camera through DxO Mark. Maybe because yep. DxO Mark's overrated, but... I don't know. The XO Mark to us is quite reliable at this point. Yeah, and 
Also, I think the Exomark has a habit of releasing their in-depth reviews a bit too early. Yeah, maybe. And then they're going to launch also a cheaper version of the OnePlus 9, which is called the OnePlus 9R. But that's only confirmed in India for now. So Yeah. Yeah, so we'll just wait. OnePlus seems to be pulling an Oppo, like, years ago. It's like, yeah. push, push out as many phones as you can and then see what sticks. Yeah, that's what they've been doing since last year, right? Especially, like, when they announced, oh, the OnePlus Nord is coming. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, more on the Snapdragon 888 platform. Uh, Honor, right, they're not with, kind of, not really with Huawei anymore. And they've always been on, you know, the Kirin platform, right? But this time, they might be launching a Snapdragon 888 smartphone soon. In Somewhere in July or June, they say, somewhere there. We don't know whether that's going to be the same case in Malaysia because we actually don't really know what's going on also uh, <laughs> with, with, with the bureaucracy in, in honour because it could, it's... <laughs> the funny thing is that they, they kind of run differently here compared to China. Yeah. Right? So we don't I, know what's going on. This will be their first flagship without Huawei, technically. Correct. Yes. So we're going to have to wait and see. Samsung has said that their chips are in shortage. That means they can't produce enough chips for the world to use their, you know, their, their processors and whatnot. Which also means that they might not have the Note series after all this year. That kind of sucks. Yeah, but also they said that the Note series may not happen this year, but will come back yeah. next year. So let's see we, what happens. We, let's see what happens. <laughs> for all you know, the yeah, note because... is going to be their S for Samsung's whole lineup. Yeah, because they've been rumoring that, hey, yeah, we're not going to do this Note series anymore. We're not going to do this Note series anymore. And, and then they're like saying, uh, yeah, maybe we're going to do one last note. Like one last ride, you know, yeah. for, for the Note series. They're just toying with our feelings at this point. Yeah, especially considering both of us are really avid Note users. Yes. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Intel has announced their 11th core, 11th generation core i7, i5, and i3 processors. But apparently, according to a lot of the reviews, the early reviews and the benchmarks, is still not as good as the AMD Ryzen 5000. I think a few of them just put one word disappointing yeah but this is still based on intel's old architecture the 12 the 12 nanometer i think 12 nanometer architecture or or they have probably moved some of them to 10 nanometers yeah but it's still not 7 nanometers <laughs> and yeah. their total power draw is still higher and hey. not only that amd is already on the way to doing five yeah, exactly. And the Core i7, Core i5, and Core i3, I think some of them um, did not change in core count, and they've only increased the clock a little bit, I think, just yeah. by 0.1 gigahertz at most, or a few, yeah. I think. Uh, so it's kind higher... of disappointing. Yeah, the only thing that is very different is that the higher-end i5s are now... Was it 
eight core, yeah, eight core, uh, chips. Yes, which puts them and, on par with the i seven. And they are now cheaper than AMD's products. If you yes. see the if you see the retail pricing, they are now cheaper by ten US dollars or so, which translates to about forty five to fifty ringgit in Malaysia, which is still good money to save. Fifty ringgit can buy you an LED strip. Mm-hmm. Yes, and now they support PCIe Gen 4 and whatnot lah. Anyway, um, over the weekend there was some cyber security attack. I think. Yeah. We are not, we are not supposed to divulge a lot of information about it just yet, because the affected company, I'm pretty sure almost everyone knows by now, has uh hasn't responded to us yet. But once we get more information about it, then we'll talk about it a little bit more. Uh, for now, we'll just wait and see because it's it is quite a big issue. But uh, we'll talk about it later. Anyway, locally, Samsung Galaxy A just launched. Okay, and the smartphones look quite good, I think. And Illy Gear just launched their RTX thirty thirty series um machines. Well, basically their laptops, lah. Right. So that's what's happening locally. Now. On to our big topic for the day because today we just saw this thing regarding Apple, right? And yeah. Then, and <laughs> and in, in Brazil, it, basically, they got lot. They got sued. Basically, <laughs> they got a lawsuit. Yeah. Not a, a lawsuit. They were fined. Lawsuit. Yeah. Well, they were fined, and and they they got fined for two million in Brazil because yes. they're not providing charges anymore. Which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not the only one that's not providing chargers. Who else is not providing chargers now? Uh, well, Samsung flagships are not providing chargers. Yep. So we have the A-series. You'll see the unboxing later today. Uh, it actually comes with an inbox charger. Yeah. So what's the big idea? Yeah, so... Basically, Samsung is saying, oh, our flagships will not come with chargers, but we will give you a charger in the box for our lower-end devices. No, here's the thing that I have a problem with, right? You're spending... If you're buying a Samsung Galaxy S21 today, you're spending north of 3,000, 4,000 ringgit just for the smartphone. And then when you take home the box, you're like, hey, it's so thin. And then you open the box and you find out that it doesn't come with a charger. Like, how how do you justify that kind of price? I don't understand. Yeah, the Samsung devices are marginally cheaper in Malaysia. Actually, no, they are mm-hmm. more expensive than last year. Yes, they are. So, so I don't get the justification. If you could provide a charger last year, for a why price do that is year? less than this year. Yeah, why don't can't you do it this year? And it's yeah. not like they're pulling a Xiaomi and giving you a charger on the side. They're basically yeah, just ignoring so, it. So for Apple's case, what they're doing is that they're charging you the same price as last year. Okay, last year's smartphone. But they, the box doesn't come with a charger or at least an inbox charger. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I think 
um, when they said that, yeah, we're doing this for environmental purposes, I can stand behind that. But at the same time, what's going on? Like, why? Okay, for me, if you're saying it's environmental uh, reasons, give the charger in the box and cut down your production of chargers, fine. But they're not. Mm-hmm. They're still producing the same amount of chargers, just that they are an additional cost to the consumer. Yeah, and they're not cheap either, okay? this is, yep. And we're not talking just about Apple. Samsung's chargers are not cheap either. You still have to spend north of 100 ringgit and, and even probably more, nearly 200 ringgit for their adaptive fast charging charger or wall warts. And then their cables, well, you technically cannot actually officially buy their data cables from the shop itself, right? So you're going to be stuck with the, either the inbox charger, uh, the, the inbox um, cable, or you're gonna have to find your own cable from outside. Yeah. And the thing about it is, I think this fine is actually a good thing. Because mm-hmm. it it's not only for the fact that they are not providing a charger. It's also because Apple refused to repair water-damaged phones when they have a claim of IP resistance. Which is something ah, yeah, we this have is... seen. We have seen with this Samsung is, as well. Yeah, this is, but this is also very common with um with current devices that have gone in for you know water damages. I personally know a few friends who's asked me whether I could help them, um, contacting someone in either Samsung or Apple about water damages because they refuse to fix the phone. Yeah. Because of water damage and. We actually asked them why. They couldn't reply us. <laughs> I don't remember if they've actually responded to me on that part, but they didn't respond to us directly on that part. Yeah, they didn't even respond to our friends. The biggest issue, I think, for them is that water damage means you have to essentially replace the whole phone. Yes. And your they are not willing to do that. Yes, your 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 motherboard is gone. Your memory module might be fried. Your chip might be fried because your your electronics are not supposed to handle water. Yeah. Right. So if if they actually claim that your phone is an IP resistant phone, and you drop it in water and it breaks, it's your responsibility, which doesn't make sense to me actually. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing about this is. We know for a fact that chargers are being produced in the same numbers. Mm. They're going into new oh, technology. Yeah, we're, okay. we're going into new technology. But at the mm. same time, when you're talking about a company that is essentially making you pay more for the ability mm-hmm. to charge your phone, mm-hmm. it's a violation of, for me, it's a violation of consumer rights. Maybe well, um, doesn't look like they've infringed any rights, uh, any any trade um acts it, or or yeah. regulations on that for now. Uh, maybe they should actually be fined, or even Samsung should actually be penalized for that. When yeah. Xiaomi actually announced that oh our smartphone's not gonna come with a charger in the box, it came with a lot of heat. 
a lot of heat because and this is you're not talking about a smartphone that's worth in ringgit malaysia 5000 ringgit okay or 1000 us dollars you're talking about a smartphone that's worth a lot less than that it's probably half that price okay yeah. and when people heard that oh it's not going to come with a charger the amount of backlash that Xiaomi received was nothing short of amazing in my in my in my own words it is, i was astounded because they said that they will give you a charger outside the box yeah after that lah. <laughs> yeah, no at the announcement but they still yeah, got yeah, yeah, because their official retail unit does not come with a charger. Yes, so when they announced that their next phone doesn't come with a charger, and then they basically backpedaled and said, yeah, yeah, we're going to give you uh, a charger during launch, right? And that kind of saved the situation a little bit, but it doesn't help a lot because officially, if the box doesn't come in the... uh, Well, I mean, if the charger does not come with the box, it's not not officially... It does not come with a charger, yeah, so at any time, Xiaomi can say that, oh, that charger was, you know, a promo item. Now, you know, you have to buy the charger. Yeah, and <laughs> to be very frank, if in Samsung's case, they're still providing chargers for their A-series devices. The A72, which we have for review, mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. with a charger. In fact, it's the and same it's charger not- that came with the Note 10+. Plus. Yes, so this is not a normal charger, okay? It's a fast charging, adaptive fast charging wall ward <laughs> that you can actually, you can actually buy them, okay, in, in Samsung store, but it's not going to be cheap, one thing. And whatever that we've had before, okay, from the S20 and stuff like that, even the Note 20 came, came with a fast charger, it only makes sense because I think with newer devices, you get faster charging devices. And with those, you're going to have to buy even more expensive charging uh, charging wards because it's <laughs> because producing these fast chargers are not cheap, right? So they're going to yep. get more expensive anyway. And if you're going to buy them separately on top of your whatever 5,000 ringgit that you're paying... It really does make sense. Yeah, and on top of that, if you're claiming to be environmentally friendly, if I have to buy two boxes to get what came in one box, how is that environmentally friendly? Yeah. But that also opens up a lot of avenue because nowadays, uh, GAN chargers, gallium nitrate chargers are very popular. And gallium nitrate chargers is what you're going to get if you buy a Xiaomi Mi 11, I think. Um, yeah. And and I think a lot of people are moving towards that kind of charger where you can charge multiple devices at once at very, very, very high speeds. At yeah. Up to 100 watts at this point with a gun charger. Yeah. For me, I was actually looking at a gallium nitrate charger for uh, essentially the laptop uh, that we both of us use USB-C capable charging laptops, and yep. we have a Nintendo Switch. We have uh our phones, multiple phones mm-hmm. which we use. And if you get like a four port GAN charger, 
you're essentially oh, going perfect. to be. Yeah, and it's not that expensive at this point if you're comparing it to buying a single port charger from other brands. So the GAN charger, yeah, exactly. if you buy on Shopee or Lazada, it's like a hundred and eighty to two hundred and forty ringgit, depending on how many outputs yeah. you want, and how fast, how how big of an output you need, right? Yeah. Because these days you can get a hundred watt charger, but getting anything above that is a long is a long stretch, basically. Yeah. Right? So you gotta understand that the more stuff you plug in the less the, power you're going to get for each device. Yeah. Uh, but that said, gallium nitride uh, chargers actually allow a lot more wattage through. So you are... We have said that it's not a smart thing to do. You are essentially pushing more power through that same port. Yes. It's not a smart thing for your wall charger and your little device and your own phones and your devices, basically. Yeah. And that's also why we've always said that, oh, when you charge your phone, and if you're going to charge it overnight, don't fast charge it. It's not smart. Yeah, I've not fast charged my phone overnight for the past, since the pandemic started, actually. Yes. I've also noticed that when I fast charge the S21 Ultra, okay, uh, and, and leave it out for a day, it discharges much faster than when I charge it overnight without fast charging on and i think we've also mentioned that a few times with a lot of other devices yeah i can say the same thing for the note 10 plus because i use the note 10 plus the minute i fast charge it you will see noticeably your battery life is actually lower yes and we still think we still think that the bus fast best Oh my gosh, my words. The best fast charging technology that we've come across is actually uh, Oppo's VOOC charge. Vook charger. Yeah, the Vook, the Vook supercharge, Vook, the super Vook, or whatever it's called. Lah, but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what? It, it, it's also coming to... Yeah, it's in the Find X3 Pro wirelessly <laughs> as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because I keep forgetting what they're called, and then um, it also reminds us of one of their launches and one of their promo videos. Which, <laughs> oh no! Which, which was quite suggestive. Which which was quite suggestive. So <laughs> yeah. Well, we will leave you to troll internet for that video. <laughs> yes, but. That that's the thing, right? And and that's another problem with with chargers. Do you include because everyone is saying that okay, uh, you can do wireless charging on this phone, on that phone, on this phone. Even mid range smartphones, some of them now can do wireless charging and even reverse wireless charging. So, do you now include a wireless charger or a normal charger? So personally, I prefer wireless chargers. Because, like, yep. even when we were in the office, the first thing that we usually do is put our phone on the charging pad. Yeah. And even at home, like, I have the old uh, Samsung wireless charger, which we got with our Note 5s. Mm-hmm. So, I use that primarily to charge my phones. Oh, mine and doesn't work anymore. It's a slow charger, but at the same time, I don't need 
a fast charger if my phone is constantly being charged over and over again. That is true. That is true. Yeah. And it's it's a convenience factor because you don't have to snag your cables around. Yep. Right? And somehow, if you have a wireless charger, your desk setup looks a lot cleaner and mm-hmm. less cluttered. Yes, yep. that's that's some benefits I can think of lah. But, but what what do you think? Should we like allow people to choose between like this box will come with a wireless charger and this box will come with you know an inbox charger? I still don't agree with no with having no charger in the box. I still think that you should be able to choose chargers. But at the same time, I agree. Like you should include wireless chargers in the box also. I feel lah. I think at this point in time, since they don't want to put a wall watt in the box, the least you could do is provide some form of wireless charging. Because mm, if you want people pad. if you want people to plug it into a USB C to USB C port without uh basically from a laptop or any other device, if you're charging your phone through your USB C you're not getting enough mm-hmm. vo- wattage to it unless it's a power delivery USB-C. Yes. Oh, that also brings us to the cable. Lah. But we're going to talk about the cables way later because <laughs> USB cables are annoying. Yes. <laughs> to say the least. The USB standards are all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So, the... so, for example, if, if you buy a OnePlus 9 or, or OnePlus 8, and mm-hmm. you use any other cable with the charger that comes with the OnePlus 8, it will not fast charge. Yeah, this is the same with VOOC charging as well. Yes. Yes, and it, actually, yes. It's also the same with a Samsung charger, which doesn't come in the box with the S21. Yeah, so you can't just buy any cable. <laughs> you yeah, need a power so, delivery cable, basically. <laughs> yeah, and even with Apple's... Uh, own chargers, if you don't have a wall watt from Apple, you cannot fast charge. Or at oh, least yeah. you don't get consistent fast charging. Correct. Or it doesn't charge at all. Yeah. So, even yeah. with the A72, if you don't mm-hmm. use a Qualcomm certified fast charging port mm-hmm. and a Samsung cable, it won't charge. Mm, well, I think I've experienced this with a few devices already. And especially Samsung devices and the flagships are super sensitive to this. And I just sometimes don't understand why. Yeah. Like, uh, why? It really surprised me with the A72 because the A72's battery life is really good. I actually only charged it yesterday. Okay. And that was like about 49 hours of usage, including setup. Mm-hmm. So my biggest surprise was I plugged it into one of the non-Qualcomm fast charging ports when mm-hmm. it was flat and it was charging overnight. It did not take mm-hmm. any of the charge. Oh, really? Wow. Zero percent. Until I plugged mm. in the Qual- uh, the Qualcomm with the Samsung cable, then it 
actually charged to 15% after about 30 minutes. So I was very surprised. So if they are doing this to their phones and saying, oh, we're not going to provide you with a charger. That was the point. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You still have to buy a charger from them anyway. I'm okay with them not providing chargers for things like the buds or even any other peripheral that they give. No, like well, it, it'll come with a charging cable anyway. A data exactly. transfer cable or some sorts. Which but is still when, okay lah. I mean, that's still good. Yeah, but when it comes to phones, if you're going to pull you shit like charger. this... But, yeah, I agree. You shouldn't pull a stunt like this on people lah. I think saying that, you know, it's for the environment is kind of like... I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a stretch because you're not producing... Like what Jivan said, you're not producing any less chargers, okay? You're not selling any less chargers. You're going to sell... You're going to try to sell the same amount of charger at inflated prices, which also means that your motivation for not including a charger is always profit-based just because it costs less to box your phone now and it costs less to ship your phones out you're making a bigger profit okay yep. and i don't think that's right i think that's really wrong if you say that you want to um, reduce the the ecological impact of your production line do something else i mean like you've done something with you know your packaging um, you maybe you can make your chargers a little smaller than before, okay? Or provide people with a charger that has a, a that has multiple ports rather than just a single port. Because if you go to Samsung to buy a charger, you will not find a charger that has multiple ports. And this is also true for Xiaomi. That Gan charger can only charge a single device at one time. And Apple, unless it's point. third party. Exactly. So why not go the routes of third parties, bundle your products with them, and not actually produce any chargers, right? That's, I think, the more sensible way. And also, if you are a company that has the resources, you can do what Dell has done. Mm -hmm. They have actually reached nearly carbon zero just by repurposing or reusing plastics from their previous products. Yeah. And that makes more sense than saying, oh, we're not going to put a charger inside just because, oh, it's environmentally friendly. It kills the polar bears. <laughs> yeah. Dell, I think when it comes to it, companies like Dell have actually made more of an impact ecologically because of their policies of reusing their own plastics and also mm-hmm. using reclaimed plastics from the ocean. This is one thing Dell yeah. has actually shouted out about. Uh, I think this yeah. was Computex two years ago. They actually told us about it. And it actually it, it's makes not just, a difference. It's not just Dell that's starting to do that. I think people like HP, uh, well, most of the Western brands that we know, uh, HP uh, and, and even Alienware is trying to go slightly more environmental friendly by doing that, by leading the way. And it's not limited to just tech brands, okay? Even like people like Nike and Adidas, uh, they are pushing their 
recyclable plastic light up. You know, they they use recyclable plastics or recycled plastics from the sea, okay, to make their shoes. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's cheap or it's cheaper to buy, but I think that's the idea here: using reusable materials or reused materials instead of you know just saying that oh we're not gonna produce a charger. Yeah, I think it Or makes more sense. Sell less chargers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it makes more sense if you're using what people consider to be waste to say you are carbon yeah. neutral rather than saying, "Oh, we're just gonna cut here and cut there and cut here." Oh, but our bottom line is still going very strong. Yes, and I think that it is possible, you know, to use reused materials or recycled materials for your products. Just Check how Dell is doing it. They are still a profitable company, right? Yep. Even people like Nike, Adidas, all these brands are huge, huge, huge giant brands, and they're still profitable. Right? And I would argue that Dell's quality of materials has increased since they adopted this. Yeah, well, because they also have to keep to a certain、um, standards of product. But、yeah. still, recycled materials doesn't mean that they are trash quality. Right, they still can be really good products. Yeah. So, yeah. Why? Why just? Why use that as gimmick? You know. Yeah. A worst case, work with third parties. You have Belkin and McDodo and all of these other people out there who are already producing these parts. Yeah. You can you even Green, Aoki, all these China yeah. brands, man. And to be very honest. Their stuff is actually quite good. Yes,、I'm, we've been their stuff. Yeah, are actually quite premium. <laughs> I, I we've been using a multiple USB charger in the office for the longest time. And, and they're not from. Not, yeah, not from Samsung. They're yeah, not from Apple. They're not from whoever lah. They're not even from Huawei. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, they. It's lasted us more than two years. Yeah, it works. And given the amount of times that we push, up, the amount of devices and cables that we are constantly plugging and pulling out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it is. There are multiple ways to go green. This whole charger、yeah. debacle is just a very cheap way of fluffing up your bottom line. Yeah, maybe we will see a future where Samsung or Apple comes up and say we're not gonna produce chargers anymore.、Um, we're just gonna sell our phones. If you wanna buy a charger, here are the list of our partners who are certified to give you a charger,、uh, and probably a cable, probably a data cable as well. You know, rather than saying that oh we're not gonna include it, but we're still gonna sell it kind of thing.、Uh, maybe we'll see a future、uh, like that someday. It's hopeful. But I think it's possible if everyone、yeah. just works together, and it also creates a richer third-party ecosystem. Correct. Yeah. Why not? Right. Because、yeah. all these things, and it gives we, us. We buy our phones, then we buy cases and screen protectors and other accessories anyway. Yeah, and it gives us more choice as consumers. Yes. That. So it's a win-win situation, I think, for everybody.、Yeah. So and essentially, if Samsung does that, or if Apple does that,、mm-hmm. and they do it consistently across the board, 
what they have they are making a stance of saying yes we will not provide it but you can get it from our third parties which helps yeah, the third parties just basically name and, like their partners lah right yeah and at the same time if even if i was buying a let's say a a12 or a a22 or m11 whatever the cheap phones are i have the choice of going and buying a 30 ringgit plug yeah Oh yeah, they are way cheaper than Samsung proprietary or Apple proprietary chargers anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't have to spend 120 to 180 to I think the Apple one is like 250 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ringgit for a charger. And they don't even charge and they don't even charge via USB C. <laughs> <laughs> so for Apple's you have to buy a separate Apple cable anyway. Yeah, which is still a, a big problem anyway. <laughs> yeah, and the Apple cable, and to be very honest, the cables that Samsung and Apple produce after a few years they tend to fray, which means that you have to yes. buy another cable anyways. Yeah, so why shouldn't you buy other USB C cables that are better? You can do that for a Samsung. You can't really do that for an Apple. Yes, mm. and if they are Apple certified, you will be paying through your nose. Yes, but anyway, I think that is all the time we have for the topic today for today's podcast. Ah, uh, let us know what you think about this whole issue about not including chargers because it's been a very big topic of debate since Apple started excluding their chargers from their phones, and then Samsung and Xiaomi started following suit. So it's become a very very hot topic, and people are still talking about it. And To be fair, I don't even know whether the Oppo Find X3 Pro is coming with a charger or not because they didn't actually mention it in the the press conference or they didn't even mention it during the launch. Same goes to OnePlus. Yes. Oh wait, no. OnePlus has confirmed that they are going to come with chargers. I think. Okay, but we will only be able to confirm that once you see the phones yeah. in the market, right? So. They might go the same route as Xiaomi by reducing the size of the box and putting the charger um, separately, selling you the ch- or giving you the charger separately. But at the same time, I feel that with that practice, they can go back anytime and say that, oh, we're not providing you the charger anymore, kind of thing, you know. And that would suck. That would really suck, especially for products like um, Oppo and the OnePlus, because they're so reliant on their own charging technology. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that is all the time we have for today. Do let us know if you have any thoughts on this issue. Uh, reach out to us via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even LinkedIn. We are Tech NTV across the board. Uh, we are also on Spotify, on whatever podcast platforms that that there are. Check out our videos on YouTube, and for more news, check our site at www. .techand.tv uh, And this has been me, Darwin, and Jeevan for today's podcast. Thank you. I will see you or I will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye.